Hello and welcome to Commodity Classic Cast. I'm Chuck Zimmerman. Our program is sponsored by BASF and New Holland. Sarah, you moderated a discussion here on the 2007 Farm Bill. Uh, that was part of the Learning Center that Commodity Classic has. And, and I know you had a couple of people on your uh, panel there. Tell us, first of all, uh, who was with you, and then we'll get into the uh, types of information that you presented. Sure, Chuck. We had an excellent panel this morning that was comprised of Mark Halverson, who's the staff director of the Senate Ag Committee, and Chip Conley, who has spent the last 22 years on the House Ag Committee um, as a uh, one of their top economists and he recently retired but a wealth of information from both of them about what we can expect in the 2007 Farm Bill. So looking at the Farm Bill and what the perspective you were offering uh, where did where did it start and what did you get into? Well, Chip gave an excellent overview of the budget scenario and the competing pressures. As you know, um, we still have huge deficits and so there's a lot of competition for dollars. Uh, there are some tax issues with some expiring tax breaks that make it even more problematic as those expire. The, the pressure to, to find new revenues will be there. Uh, and uh, the war in Iraq and Afghanistan, those put additional pressures on the budget. Um, farmers can feel good about the fact that they've not spent as much as um, that had been projected under the 2002 Farm Bill. But that actually becomes problematic from a budget standpoint because the Congressional Budget Office baseline is now lower. The high commodity prices and the favorable outlook for many commodities uh, make the projections lower for available spending. So the budget will be the real key in terms of what's possible with some new pro programmatic opportunities in the Farm Bill. Are we at a point where we can have a pretty good idea of what that impact's going to be with those uh, factors you just talked about? Not exactly. We know that there's about $60 billion less over the life of this farm bill than what we had to deal with, with in 2002. Now, that's kind of a long, complex story because we got more in 2002 than many would have ever expected. But um, needless to say, we dealing with about $60 billion less. Um, there's going to be another baseline projection out here um, from CBO, and then we'll have some final budget numbers that we can work with. Of course, that's just the projection. Then the budget committees have to come back and say, okay, we know what's projected. Uh, we're either willing to give you a little bit more or a little bit less or stay the same. So until the budget committees give that direction, it's going to be hard to tell. You had Mark Halverson and, and Chip Conley. What were some of the key things that they brought to the discussion on this? Well, I think that the, obviously the budget is, is a big factor in terms of the defining uh, availability of funds, but also the World Trade Organization talks. Uh, most members of Congress will say that they want to write a farm bill for U.S. farmers and not be as worried about the impacts of WTO. But at the same time, we've got these challenges. Um, remainder of the cotton case, we saw what happened. We had to make changes in our programs then. Um, we've got the Canadian corn challenge right now. There's some expectation that we may lose at least part of that. And so even those who say, well, we don't want to really write a bill for the WTO, um, do want to give farmers certainty in their planting and some assurance that they can have this risk protection and risk management out there. And, and so I think there's going to be an eye on the WTO as this is developed. How about with the commodity groups that are here, each probably developing their own policies and how they're going to try to work with Congress in forming 
a new farm bill. Was there any discussion about how or what these groups uh, have decided they want and what they might get? Well, Mark shared that um, the committee staff and Senator Harkin, who's the chairman of the Senate Ag Committee, have been meeting with all the different members of the committee in terms of what are the things that they really want in this next farm bill, what are their constituencies telling them. And one of the things that uh, we've heard here is that, you know, we've got three different groups. We've got the National Association of Wheat Growers, the American Soybean Association, and National um, Association of Corn Growers, and they all have distinctly different proposals. Wheat growers want higher direct payments because of their situation, what they're facing. Soybean Association is asking for a higher target price. And the corn growers today will be debating the revenue assurance concept. So uh, everybody's hearing a little bit differently. We don't know the fruit and vegetable guys want to come in and they want to have a larger chunk of this farm bill pie. So there's a lot of competing interest. And that's just on the commodity title. There's conservation, there's renewable energy, and there are a lot of other uh, areas where we could put some additional investments. I was talking with somebody yesterday who lives here in, in the Sunshine State and thought it was interesting. You have the, you know, all these Midwest growers and, and cash crop uh, representatives, if you will. And like you said, you've got growers down here in Florida who aren't part of the discussion here, but certainly are looking to have some impact in what happens with this farm bill? I think they'll have a very strong impact. You know, in the last farm bill, they got some specialty crop block grants and some things that would go out to the states and they could do more for research and market promotion and those sorts of things. But they've become a much more uh, recognizable force, uh, especially because of the votes that they represent in populous states like Florida and California and Michigan. And those folks expect to have more dollars, um, not for commodity-type programs, but for research and development and market promotion. And I think they're going to get it. They'll have to as uh, part of the effort to get this thing through the House floor. So at this point, uh, how would you describe where things currently stand? If, if a grower wants to know, well, what's, what's going on? What's the status of the farm bill discussion at this point? Where are we at and where's kind of the next step in the process? Well, there's a tremendous amount of support for keeping much of the current structure of the uh, 2002 Farm Bill, and that would include um, some combination of direct payments, some form of countercyclical, and some form of marketing loans. But you know how those are structured, um, whether or not the administration's proposal to change the calculation for countercyclical uh, will be adopted, that's a question. Um, whether or not um, we'll be able to keep the same price support levels given the competition for other dollars from other interests. Uh, so it's, it's really within those ranges of the current structure that I think you're going to see the changes made. I don't think you're going to see a wholesale change in the program. Even if there's revenue assurance, it may be part of a permanent disaster or it may be you know, something that's not a whole-scale change in the program. Uh, farm bills tend to be evolutionary, not revolutionary, and, and I think we'll see some of that. Um, but having said that, I, exciting opportunities to do more on renewable energy, to do more in the research area as we look at productivity, um, to do more things on nutrition, um, and conservation has a, an awful lot of potential, especially given Senator Harkin's leadership on conservation security program, and he wants to fully fund that. So I think we'll see another uptick in conservation program spending. Anything else about uh, the, the Farm Bill? And, and you know, you're 
often inside the Beltway in Washington, D.C., that uh, from your perspective, anything else you'd want to offer to growers who just may be interested to get your take on what, what the attitude and the atmosphere is in Washington, D.C., as it relates to agriculture and the farm bill? I think it's an exciting time for growers. I mean, they're negotiating from having higher prices, and so a nice change uh, and, and great opportunities. But I think that a couple of things they need to be cognizant of is that it is a very difficult budget scenario, and so um, you have to be very careful what you ask for, um, and, and I think that's going on right now as people are trying to slice and dice what's available. And certainly they just need to stay tuned, stay informed, because these are decisions that could happen have a tremendous impact, uh, ranging from farm program payment limits. The administration has advised a totally different calculation based on adjusted gross income to some of the kinds of uh, regulations that may come up uh, from environmental and non-farm groups that they want to throw in the farm bill. So it's really important to stay informed and stay active and be in touch with their congressional delegation. Well, thank you very much. That's Sarah Wyant with AgriPulse Communications. We uh, enjoy hearing your perspective, Sarah, on the 2007 Farm Bill. That's Commodity Classic Cast, sponsored by BASF and New Holland. I'm Chuck Zimmerman reporting.